Welcome to the Southside Community Church podcast with Pastor Mark Kahn. We are located at 1815 South Peace Street in Elwood, Indiana. Visit us on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. Have a great day. Gospel, uh, chapter 2, starting with verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was, was first made when Serenus was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one, into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was while they were there that the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Praise God, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And it shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were going away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to the other, Let us now go into Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord had made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying, which was told of them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pounded them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. 
Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, once again, Lord, for this time of year. Lord, how we reflect, Lord, on the birth of Christ, the birth of your Son, God, the Savior of the whole world, Lord. And we just pray, God, for just a little while while we're here, Lord, that we'll concentrate and meditate, Lord, as we look into your word and into your truth. Lord, we heard this story many times read, God. Uh, Lord, we uh, could quote some of this scripture by heart. But Lord, we pray that you'd open our hearts and our minds this morning, Lord, what we need to see today. And we pray, God, for the Holy Spirit's help. For without the Holy Spirit, we can do nothing, Lord. And we are nothing. So we pray for your help again today. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, it said here that it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree of Caesar Augustus that the world should be taxed. And what was happening in here is that at this time, the Roman Empire controlled most of the known world. Caesar Augustus uh, was a brilliant man, they said. He, he was so smart. Huh? He was a businessman. He was a military man, uh, uh, the way I understand it. And he knew how to conduct uh, his business with men and people that, that uh, the areas of the kingdom that they had in this empire. But we think of the whole world it said here to be taxed, but actually it was the Roman Empire which controlled most of the world at that time. So he made this degree that all the world should be taxed. And uh, I tell you, they, that was 2,000 years ago, and they're doing it today. <laughs> they tax us to death, don't they? Huh? And uh, so anyway, he made this degree uh, that uh, the, everyone in the Roman Empire would have to be taxed. And, and uh, so anyways, it said, uh, and Joseph went up and, uh, from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, uh, into Judea, into the city of David, which is, because, which is called Bethlehem, because he was in the house and the lineage of David. So in other words, what they had to do, uh, uh, they had to go basically where they was born and where their heritage was and where their lineage was. That's where they had to go and register for the census. Okay? Uh, now, Nazareth, like I said, I never really studied it. It wasn't a very big town, probably just a little village. And there was a lot of little villages back in this time. And, uh, uh, and that's if you look at the map of the Bible, it'll show you little towns and little burgs. Huh? But Bethlehem was a little bit bigger. Not much, but a little bit bigger. But it was the center where they were supposed to go and register. Joseph was uh, uh, to register for the census for the taxes that was coming upon him. Upon the, on the land here. And it said here, uh, and, and to be taxed with Mary, his ex, uh, espoused wife, being great with child. And it says, and, and so it was, while they were there, uh, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. Huh? Now listen, it's not in the Word of God, huh? And, and 
Uh, help me, if the Lord will help me this morning. Uh, I believe this. Joseph had no intentions to go into Bethlehem. Huh? He was settled. Listen, Mary was nine months pregnant. Huh? With, with child. She was in the last stage of carrying the Christ child. And, you know, he would just soon stay there. Huh? But the taxing came. Huh? And he had to go up and rest her. I tell you, there's two things that could have happened here. I thought about this. Huh? He had to go and rest her, but he didn't want to leave Mary behind. Huh? She was about there. She was about ready to deliver. Huh? And so uh, he wanted to take her with her. It's a six-mile journey from Jerusalem <coughs> uh, to Bethlehem south. Bethlehem straight south of Jerusalem. And I'll tell you another thing, too, that we don't know. God could have spoke to him and said, you need to take Mary huh, and go on up to Bethlehem huh, and get registered. Huh? Because it's in the prophecy and it's written that the Savior of the whole world was to be born in Bethlehem. Huh? And then we could take both of those scenarios away huh, and just go what God said was going to happen. God, I tell you, in our lives, listen to me, in our lives, God makes a way. Huh? He puts circumstances and situations in our lives to turn us where He wants us to go. Amen. That's a fact. Amen. God's divine intervention. And, and, and Joseph went and he took Mary with him across that, that hill country. Huh? And, and it surely it was a, it was a hard way to go for her. I'm sure he had her on the donkey and and, and comforted her and helped her along the way. But they made it, huh, up to that city and sit here. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Amen. Praise God. And I thought about this verse this morning as I was studying this and looking at it. I just like to read my notes here. Think about this. The magnitude of this verse, uh, the creator of all things, the God of all power and majesty of the highest is now born in Bethlehem in a poor, dirty stable full of animals wrapped in rags to keep him warm is the divine Son of God called Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the only begotten of the Father. Amen? And there was another scenario that I wanted to read to you, and I... And it was kind of out of the traditions as I was studying this week and looking at it. And it is said in Old Testament times there was a place called the Tower of the Flocks. And it was a place like a manger where the female lambs <coughs> gave birth to the baby lambs. And the lambs that were born there were used in the temple sacrifices 
for the sins of the people. And they had to be without spot or without blemish in their appearance. I don't know much about this, but I do know this, that Jesus was the Lamb of God that took away the sins of the world and was without spot or blemish and was a sacrifice on the cross for our sins. He took our place. Amen. You know, and, and I looked at that. And I was telling Mom about this. And I thought, you know, that's, that's something to think about. Well, I want to hold on to our traditions and the way we believe and the way we look at it. But if you think about this this morning, surely uh, this is what it was with Jesus. He was born in a manger. Huh? I tell you, and He became the living sacrifice for you and I. Yes, He did. Huh? He was out without spot or blemish. I tell you what, when Jesus died on the cross, <coughs> it's a fact. They were sacrificing the Passover lamb at the same time. Now, what an accident God planned it. Amen. Praise God. And here, here Mary is. She delivers the Christ child. Amen. What a great thing. And they said there that there was no room for them in the end. In the end, we take it in our time like a hotel. A place to where we stay when we're traveling and going out of town. How we rent a motel ahead of time to stay in that motel while we're on vacation. I said, well, have a place to stay. They said there were no room for them in the end. I'll tell you what happened. There was people from all over the place coming into Bethlehem <coughs> to register huh, for the taxing that was going to take place. And there was no room uh, 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 for Mary and Joseph. Huh? Uh, in the end, I tell you, and she was about to deliver. I don't know how it worked out. The Bible does not tell us, huh? But I believe that Joseph had went, huh, to the innkeeper or whoever it was and had mentioned about his wife that was ready to deliver a child, huh? And I believe that the, the, uh, uh, the innkeeper or whoever it was or whatever people was involved, had mercy on them and said, "Let's get you. We can. You can have the manger, huh? Think about this. Like I said, the 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 Son of God, the Creator of the heavens and earth, is now laying, huh, in this manger. Praise God. Wrapped in swaddling clothes, rags wrapped around him to keep you warm." You know what a manger is? Interpreted in my Bible as a feeding trough. That was that trough, huh? Where they fed the lambs and the cattle, huh? And those animals. It was a trough. And she laid him in there, huh? The Christ child. Praise God. And then I thought about this, people. You've got to preach the whole counsel of God, huh? When you preach. There's two words in this verse that says no room. I want to tell you something this morning. That's where the world is today. Huh? They have no room for Christ. Huh? They have no time for Christ. They have no time for God. 
Huh? They have no plans in, in their lives for God. Listen to me this morning. Huh? I'm telling you a truth. It's come across me when I was reading this and studying it. Huh? They made no provisions. They don't care about their eternal soul. Huh? Listen, my friend. They live for this world. Huh? And do everything that they do to please themselves. Huh? They're living for themselves. Huh? And I want to tell you something this morning. There's coming a judgment day. Listen to me, huh? It said it's appointed unto man wants to die and then the judgment. Huh? I know this is a little bit negative on a Christmas story, huh? But I want to tell you something. They'll rise up one of these days and stand before God, stand before Christ, the great judge, who gave their life for Him. Huh? You know what? He'll say, I have no room for you in heaven. You never, you never give me any room on this earth or no time. I don't have any time for you or no room for you. That's a fact, people. That's the truth. I tell you, this mercy and this grace, the Scripture said, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Huh? The whole book this morning is about love. Huh? And His love's laying in that manger. The Christ child. Praise God. And it said here, and it said, in, and, and, in, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in their field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Huh? And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were so afraid. <coughs> Amen. I, I wondered about this this morning that why didn't the Lord just come to Bethlehem? Why didn't he just come right there to Bethlehem where all the people were at and, and, and all the uh, that had come in for the taxing and the registration? Why didn't he just, why didn't the Lord just come right there in Bethlehem and open up the heavens? I don't know. God knows what he's doing. I thought about those shepherds. I thought about those shepherds. They were lonely people. They were out there by themselves. They were smelly and they were stinky and they were poor people. Huh? Taking care of those sheep. Huh? I want to tell you something. God came huh, to save the poor. He came to save all people, but He came to the poor. Huh? Those who are in life. I want to tell you something. There's people in this community today huh, that are poor and without things, Lord, that, that they don't have. I tell you what, and the Lord. Huh? Wants to shine on them. Right. Huh? Praise God. He came to the lowly shepherds that were <laughs> abiding in their fields, huh? And I want to tell you something about being poor and lowly shepherds, huh? Just like people. God, they are looking for something to change them and turn them around, huh? <laughs> Praise God. They know that their life, huh? That they're worth more than what they are. They're looking for something to change them. Huh? And praise God. He come to the poorest huh? of the poor. If he'd have went to the proud, they stuck their nose up at him. Huh? They don't need God. He didn't come to the rich, but he come to those poor shepherds that lay there in the field. Right. Huh? And I want to tell you something. They've seen the greatest thing that ever happened. 
I don't know in the Bible anywhere else, as I as I try to read it, and I don't know much a whole lot about the Bible. Uh, I, I wish I knew more, but it's the only place that I understand I see where the heavens opened up to men. Huh? The heavens opened up. And this angel descended down, huh? Praise God. And told these shepherds, said, hey, fear not, huh? For I bring you, huh? It said here, for I bring you uh, great, uh, good tidings of great joy that shall be to all people, huh? I want to tell you something. What them shepherds, when they seen that angel, I was reading over there, and it said the first thing they they done, they feared because they thought judgment had come. They thought divine judgment had fallen upon them, and they were scared to death. And the angel knew that. huh? And it said there that, that the angel proclaimed, hey, I got some good news. <laughs> and this is to all people. I'm telling you this morning, hallelujah, it's a salvation to all people. Red, yellow, black or white, it don't matter, huh? Jew and Gentile, huh? Praise God. They, the angel proclaimed that it was for all men. Right. Amen. Amen. Huh? Your skin color, your nationality, don't have nothing to do with it. Huh? It started out with Adam and Eve. Huh? Be fruitful and multiply. Praise God. And said here, and he said, into, he said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. Praise God, which is Christ the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank God this morning for this. Huh? Take, think about it this morning. 2,000 years ago when the Savior was born. And here we are today. Huh? Praise God. And we have this salvation in our souls this morning. He saved us. He's the Redeemer of the world. Huh? You don't get any better news than this. Huh? And I'll just go ahead and tell you that the heavens opened and there was a heavenly choir that came down and sung the praises and the glory to God in heaven. I want to tell you something this morning. Praise God. Listen to me. Huh? This was God's night. This was God's time. This was God's glory. And he split the sky and come down, huh? I tell you, they sung the praises and the glories of God. Think about it this morning. Can you see that sight? Huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. And I feel like I'm a little bit tied up this morning trying to get this out. Right on. I feel a little bit bonded up. Lord, help me this morning. I want to tell you something, my friend. Praise God. I thought about this and it blessed me. huh? I thought about that they say that one of these days when the saints get into heaven, they're going to see a song of redemption. Huh? And the angels will have to sit out because they don't know nothing about this redemption. Huh? I tell you, we're going to see and we're going to say glory to God in the highest Amen. and peace, my friend, Amen. for eternity. Huh? 
the redeemed is going to sing a song Amen. one of these days. That was the parallel there. Amen. I got out of that. Praise God. Hallelujah. And it said here, huh? And it said there, and suddenly there was a host praising God. And it said, Lord God, in the highest and peace on earth, people were helping men. And it said here, and it came to pass, as they were going away from the, the heavens, the shepherd said, Let us go. Huh? Let us go and see this great thing. Now, I want to tell you something this morning. I don't know who all was there. The Bible just tells us that the shepherds were there. Mary and Joseph. Huh? And baby Jesus. Just born. Huh? That's all we know. There's anybody else there at this time? It doesn't say. Huh? But I want to tell you something. They saw something. They was one of the first ones, the first people, the first humans to see the divine Son of God. Laid in that feed trough, huh? In that manger. Amen. Uh, I want to tell you something. Before I forget it, I'll mention this. They say the star that we sung about. Listen, when Jesus was born, the star appeared and stayed right there where he was at. Huh? The star stayed there. And I believe, don't say it, but the shepherds seen it too. They seen this holy glowing, illuminated light on the Christ child. Uh, i tell you what, it said that they told uh, the story of the angels, of what they seen and what they heard. Huh? i tell you, they were pumped up. Huh? Their spirits was lifted up. Listen, they were fired up. Thinking, what would you feel like? What would, how would you feel if you see a heavenly host huh? and an angel singing the praises of this ain't no, this ain't no, just regular story. This ain't somebody's figure of imagination. This is not no fantasy. This happened. Right. It's true. It's a true story, huh? And they told about it. What had happened, huh? I tell you, those people, uh, Mary and Joseph, that was in there, they were amazed, huh? Amen. And it said here. And Mary kept all these things right. huh, that were happening and pounded them in her heart. <laughs> Praise God. Huh? Think about Mary for a minute. Let's go back huh, to Mary. Huh? The day the angel Gabriel visited her up until this time. Huh? You remember we preached about that last week? The angel came down and spoke to her and said she was the chosen woman. To carry the Christ child. Huh? And remember she went to, to Elizabeth and said, My soul does magnify the Lord. Huh? And then she went through that stage with Joseph, huh? Trying to tell him that she was pregnant of the Holy Ghost, as we talked about last week. Huh? Think about what all Mary went through. I don't know the time. Listen, from the time she was pregnant, huh? Until the time they were married, huh? And, and and, and people, huh, and women, and, and, and were talking about her being pregnant. Think about what she went through. The things she faced, huh? I'll tell you what. <laughs> I should have mentioned this last week. She's an example for you and I. Right. I'll tell you what she done. She sacrificed herself. 
She gave herself completely to God and his will. I might have mentioned that last week. I'll mention it again. She gave him everything. Uh, she said, Lord, here's my life. Do what you want to do. Amen. Amen. I tell you, and things kept going on and things was happening. Huh? And, and, and I tell you, we can't comprehend it. But when she had baby Jesus, huh, think of the joy and the glory that her and Joseph felt. Huh? Think about it this morning. No wonder she was pounding everything in her heart. Huh? Praise God. <coughs> it was going to be a hard road for Mary. We know what happened. Jesus suffered and died on the cross. She's seen her son hang there. Uh, God give her the grace. Amen. Go on. Sit here, praise God. And they went away and sat here. And the shepherds returned back to their jobs, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen and was told to them. <coughs> they said there in that commentary, they were the first preachers of the gospel. <laughs> they found the Christ, they seen the Christ. And they proclaim the Christ. Right. Ain't that how it happens right. for every Christian, huh? We've been with Christ, we come to Christ, huh? He changes our life, and we proclaim the message, right. Amen, to this lost and this dying world today. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read one more, then I'm going to get out of here. We'll get, we'll be done. And <clears throat> it said here, and I want to read this one. That this is in Matthew two. And it said here, and now when uh, now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. And when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, Thou, <coughs> excuse me, and thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, art thou the least among the princes of Judah? For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, that inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent, and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and, and search diligently for this young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again, that I might come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, amen, here it is again, the star which they saw in the east went before them until it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with his exceedingly great joy. Amen. And then it said here, and when they had come into the house, and they saw the young child and, and with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had <coughs> opened their treasures, they presented them to him gifts, gold, and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream 
that they should not return unto Herod, they departed into their own uh, country another way. Man, I wanted to read that this morning because that's part of it too. Right. Amen. It's part of this story, and I'm going to quit. I don't know too much about the wise men. <clears throat> I try to study them, and there's a lot of, lot of different theologies about who they was and what they was. But I tell you, it's this, this morning, <clears throat> they were uh, Oriental people. They were, I guess, and we really don't know how many there was. We always say three. I'm going to say there was three. Because there was three gifts given uh, to represent three people. Huh? That's all we know. But it said that they were priests of the Persians and the Babylonians. And somehow in Abraham's time, they mingled in with the Jews. Huh? And they heard the word of God. And they found out about God and the prophecies. Huh? And they found out, or they heard and studied that there was going to be a Messiah. That was king of the Jews that were coming. Huh? And somewhere, I'll make a long story short, somewhere in there in the Bible, they found out about the star. Huh? And they were astrologers. They studied the stars. They knew the stars. Huh? And, they, and, and, and God was all in this. All right? Huh? God was in it. How do you know that? Because they followed this star. Huh? And God put it there. And how do you know? And I'll tell you what, the last part of this verse here said, and being warned of God, it was not to go back to Herod. God was in the whole thing. Huh? And listen, they seen that star and they studied that star and they realized that this star was something that was out of the ordinary. Huh? It was something different. Huh? And they knew it was of God. Huh? I want to tell you something. They packed their camels and packed their gear and brought their gifts and packed them, huh? And they headed, my friend, and followed the star to find the Messiah. Huh? Right. Praise God. Listen to me this morning. I tell you, they 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 were dedicated, huh? They were they gave their life to follow the star and find the Messiah. The Lord's Christ. Huh? Right. And the star led them to Jerusalem. I'll make this short. Led him to Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. What is Jerusalem? The holy city. <laughs> the city of God. Thank God for President Trump that he changed the capital uh, of Israel to Jerusalem. Right. Uh, yeah. Thank God. Don't think that ain't God's not in that. Mm -hmm. uh, that's prophecy. Right. Huh? In the end time and in the end, huh? it's coming right back there. He done it. Huh? President spoke of it for years, doing it, huh? But never had the guts or the goal to go against all these Arabs, huh? That hate Israel, that hate the Jews, huh? President Trump stood up, said, "We're going to do it, huh?" This is biblical. <coughs> I don't know why I got there, but anyway, Amen. They come in there and. They come right to Herod, who was king. And he said, we've seen this star, and we followed this star, huh? and we know that this star has to do with the king that's going to be born, king of the Jews. Uh, I think when Herod heard it, I made a mistake last week. I thought he was of a Roman descent. 
but he wasn't. I want to correct myself. He was an Edomite. Huh? He was from a different nationality than the Romans. Huh? But the Roman government put him there to irritate and to annoy the Jews. Huh? He proclaimed to be a proselyte and accepted the Jewish beliefs. But he was all in it for political purposes and gain. And when he found out about this prophecy, he was troubled. It bothered him. What was he bothered about? Huh? His king, kingdom being overthrown. Him being king, yes, being sir. thrown out. Huh? Sounds like a politician, don't it? Yes, it They're only concerned about their self and what involves them and their gain and their riches huh? and their fame. Where'd he go? He went to the scribes and the Pharisees. You search the word and let's find out where it's at. I want to tell you something. Anything, listen, church, anything me and you'll ever need to know in life is in God's Word. Right. If we'll search it out huh, diligently, we'll find out what we need and what we need to know. Huh? Praise the Lord this morning. And they looked it up, huh? And they said it's in Bethlehem, huh? Where the Messiah is to be born, huh? This divine Son of God is to be born in Bethlehem, huh? They told him, and they read the scripture. That's in Micah, I think it was chapter 2. They basically read Micah to them. And he said that they, <clears throat> Herod, Herod pulled him away privately, and he said, I want to know, when did you see that star? When did you see that star? He's calculating up some things. <laughs> I tell you, he looked at those he looked at those wise men and looked into their faces, and he knew they meant business. Uh, he knew whatever they had on their heart and mind was real. He was worried. He wanted to know what time the star appeared. He started calculating. And then he told them the biggest lie. Huh? He said, go in there and find the Christ child. And when you find him, bring back word so I can go worship him too. That's not what he wanted. He's going to kill all. He was going to kill all the children. This is two years later, or a year and a half later, or whatever, when this story happened. And they left, and they went to Bethlehem. <coughs> and it said here, let me read that. I can get all this out, and then I'm going to quit. It said here, and when they heard, and when they heard the king, they departed, and lo, uh, the star which they saw in the east went before it till it came and stood over where the young child was. Listen to this. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they came into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, uh, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Huh? Listen, my friend. Praise God. Huh? I tell you, they followed that star. And that star, listen, it was a six-mile trip from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. Huh? And they followed that star, and it took them right to the house where the Christ child was. Right where Jesus was, and Mary and Joseph. Huh? I tell you, praise God. And it said that there was a light there that was lighting it up. Huh? And I want to tell you something. 
nothing, my friend. When they opened the door, huh? And they seen the Christ, huh? They rejoiced over the light of God, huh? Listen, my friend, they try to paint pictures. I know you see them, and it'll show the baby, a picture of the baby, which represents the Christ child, and it'll show this aluminum light around that child. Have you seen that picture? Huh? They try to draw it, man. They try to draw what it was like. This is what it was. Huh? Praise God. There was a light shining on baby Jesus, huh? That day, huh? When the, when the wise men went, what is the star? What is the light? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what it is. It's Jesus Christ, the light of the world. And that's what it showed to those wise men. Huh? When they seen that, they rejoiced and they realized this is the Christ, the light of the world. Amen. Woo! Praise God! Is it real today? Yes. I ought to just take off running, but I better not. Amen. Praise God for that. Hallelujah! I'm glad that we have the light of God in our souls this morning. Hallelujah! What a great feeling! I'm so glad this morning. To be a child of God and to be saved, huh? Thank God I'm glad that I can praise the Lord and rejoice in God my Savior. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Huh? I want to tell you something. Praise God this morning. Huh? I tell you when they seen the Christ child. Huh? When they seen the light of God. I tell you. Their journey that they took on through the desert, up and down the hills and mountains. Huh? I don't know how long it was or how long it took. The Bible doesn't tell us. But I'll tell you this, huh? It was worth it all. Amen. When they seen the Christ child, it was worth the journey. Huh? Praise God forever. Hallelujah. I thought about you and I this morning. Those that are God's people. Listen to me this morning. We're on a journey too. Huh? And our journey and our destination is heaven. Huh? And I tell you, in this life, we go through so much. There's so many trials and temptations and sickness. Huh? But I want to tell you, there's a light that's guiding us and directing us. And that's the Holy Spirit that lives in us. Huh? And one day we're going to make it to that city. Amen. Praise God. I tell you, when we get there, we'll rejoice and glorify God forever. Amen. Huh? Right. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank God for this. Hallelujah. The yes. light of the world came. Right. Huh? Amen. He's the light of our life. Right. Uh, right. I tell you, I, I tell you, we're looking for the things that are unseen, right. not the things that are seen. Right. Uh, the Bible said things seen are temporal. <coughs> this life is temporal. You and I don't know the day we're going to die. We don't know how long we're going to be here on this earth. Mm -hmm. uh, but God knows. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're living for Him. Right. Thank God. Right. Hallelujah. Right. I'm so 
I don't want to apologize. I kind of wanted to take it easy this morning. It stirs my heart. Amen. 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 I've seen some things in there. Huh? Praise God. You and I are on a journey today. We're going to see the light of God. We're going to see the glory. Think about this. The glory of Jesus Christ. One of these days, when we step into heaven, <coughs> and we sing the song of the, the redeemed, huh? and we step in heaven, uh, somewhere in our songbook, there's a song, or there's a verse that says, just one glimpse of Him in glory will the pearls of life repay. Now, how true is that? Amen. Uh, uh, I tell you, they'll all be gone. Uh, praise God. My dad suffered with cancer there and was dying. He was really suffering, huh? And going through a lot, my friend. And I watched him die slowly there. God helped him. God was with him, huh? But I tell you, he was waiting to pass on to the other city. That city of him. He talked when he was able to talk, huh? when he was able to testify before he got real bad, huh? before he got real sick and couldn't talk anymore, he would tell us about it. Mm-hmm. What did he say? He said, I live for this day. Right. Huh? Everything, huh? my whole life, huh? it, everything that I've went through, everything <coughs> that I've faced, every trial, every tribulation, every test, every sickening, huh? every sickness, huh? I live for this day. Right. Huh? He stepped into the portals of heaven. Amen. Huh? I tell you what, there was no sickness, no pain, no sorrow, no sin. Right. Huh? No devil. Amen. <laughs> God. Everything that's dead on this earth, I tell you, it's right. not up in heaven. That's right. Praise God. I appreciate you this morning. I thank you so much for who you are and your love for me. Amen. I just want to preach to you the preach to salvation. Huh? About this glorious Savior. Because he's more real and more real each day. The Bible said, draw nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you. That's what the Lord said. And that is so true. The closer you and I get to God the more we'll understand the book. Huh? And the straighter we'll walk. I tell you, I don't know what type of preacher I am, but I'll tell you this. The Bible said the straight is the way. And that narrow is the gate. Huh? And be few that find it. I want to tell you something this morning. Christ is the gate. Huh? Huh? He's everything. That broad path of sin, everybody's traveling down it. Uh, people say, I can't be a Christian. I don't, you know, I'd have to give up so many things. I don't know why I'm saying this. I told you I'm done. I don't know why I want to get, why I, I couldn't give up all the things that I've got. Huh? I wouldn't want to do that. Huh? I'm pretty content what I have, what I'm living in my lifestyle. What are they on? They're on the broad way. That leads to destruction. I'll wrap it up and say this right here. This is what it's all about. 
This is what it is all about. That God sent Christ to save the world. To save anyone that would believeth in him. Now there's a reason for that. The second part is there's eternal judgment and eternal damnation. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, men are going to be eternally lost in their sins and in hell. This is what it's all about. God sent his son to save them. Uh, to keep them from this awful. God don't send anybody to hell. This is a choice. It's a choice between choosing the Savior or yourself, your life. That's what it's all about. He sent his son to redeem fallen man. Praise God. This is eternal. This is not temporal. This is eternal things that we're preaching about this morning. Amen. It's going to last forever. I'm so glad this morning that you and I know the Christ and we know where we're headed after we breathe our last breath. Praise God forever. He's the Savior of the world. Amen. All right, let's stand.